1: Visit carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient, comfortable. Ah.
2: Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone.
1: Bohemia.
2: Ooh, angry. Yeah. yeah game face i'm your dungeon master brian murphy joined by jake herwitz hard one surefoot emily axford
3: moonshine Sybin. glad to be here <laughs> oh
2: very nice
3: <laughs> i had a whole nother one planned and then i just all of a sudden i was like no i gotta talk about glad you no. gotta
2: go uh with your inspiration yeah. and of course caldwell tanner beverly togold the fifth uh just a simple lad from gladderon here to help his good friend murder my former role model. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At first, I thought there was a rhyme. But <laughs>
4: just, just stating our name and our purpose. <laughs> There's no time oh, for rhymes. That's
3: a nice one. <laughs>
2: just a
4: paragraph that's a nice mission idea. statement. Moonshine <laughs> sabin
3: here to make friends, but also sometimes not make friends.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Here to make friends or murder former friends. <laughs> yeah, you guys make did friends for murder foes. It was like That's episode eleven or something that you guys were glad's friends. Yeah, although I guess uh-huh. Hard One hated him from the beginning. Ah, uh, yeah, I always did. Hard you gotta bu- trust Hard him. Bun. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he's gonna do something to fuck over my mother. I know it.
3: <laughs> All, All right, run. guys,
4: you let's are our
2: compass. Do a little recap. Woo. So last week, you guys joined the bastards of none and began sailing towards Ember Heaven. Along the way, Moonshine did a little scrying on Glad Roselle and learned that the widow, oh, aka Hard One's mom, was currently trapped in his cursed sword. You eventually arrived at a hidden cave away from the prying eyes of the city but found that another boat was docked there. You engaged with the tricky wizards who were hiding inside only for one of them to betray the others and help you. This wizard introduced himself as Erdan, a professor at the University of Wizardry in Cladeholm. He informed you that there was a cabal of mages called the Grave Robbers who were aiding galad Roselle in his plot to bring war to the Material Plane. The grave robbers have hidden teleportation circles around Bohemia, through which Glad will send creatures to ransack the cities not controlled by Thiala. Urdan told you that he was brought into the grave robbers late and only had time to alert one person he could trust to try to get out a warning to the other cities. Later, Erdan privately confessed to Moonshine that he knows her father, the headmaster at the university. When he and Mima first had their affair, Erdan encouraged Jolene to leave so that Moonshine's father could stay in Gladeholm.
3: Trashy. A
2: little trashy. Uh, later, her leaving caused a rift between Moonshine's parents further complicating the mm. current standoff between the High Elves and the Crick Elves trashy but juicy it's some drama <laughs> it's, it's pretty juicy I'll be honest stop
3: enjoying my drama <laughs>
2: Meanwhile, Hardwon had a private moment and prayed to his father, promising to make up for his mistakes and make things right. In response, he saw a lightning bolt in the otherwise quiet sky. Later, Erdan told you of a gathering during the next blood moon in Emberheaven that all of the grave robbers would be attending to receive their orders. You planned to attend in disguise and look for an opportunity to confront Glad. And that's where we are now. Quick question about Erdan. Yeah. Um, what kind of like, are we getting like a hot professor vibe from him? He's definitely a hot professor. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, he's hot? I mean, all elves are hot. They've got this kind of like ageless quality I guess to them. That's just really mm-hmm. not my type. He's probably not your type. He's more of the um, um, bookish Uh-oh. type.
3: Yeah, he might be. Uh-oh.
2: he might be Bev's
4: type, honestly. I like
3: an intimidating woman. But he,
2: <laughs> I don't know. You're if, a crag meets a tryst.
4: Type.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you like you like in a um, a young woman and a, um, a big, buff, awful bodyguard.
3: No, I like older women. <laughs> true, that's yeah. true. Remember
2: we
4: we were almost gonna fight
2: for Luna.
3: Yeah, oh. we're gonna fight for Luna. Also this is Shay, that really white hair.
2: What this adventure is all about is figuring exactly <laughs> what each of our types is. Yeah, I would say that Erdan... Minus, its hairy women. <laughs> <laughs> Erdan, Erdan is like the professor who has a problematic relationship with uh, a young woman in like a CW show or something. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. I see. I right. see, I see, I see. Um, but he is definitely—I mean, Moonshine. You know that he's friends with your father and Mima, so you know he's at least like. At least like 50 or 60 years old, probably older. <laughs> yeah. um, but elves, you know, they live to be hundreds of years old. So it is what it is. Uh, so you guys are in this smuggler's cave outside of Ember Heaven. You've got uh, the mage's ship here uh, full of these uh, dead wizard bodies, um, as well as your own ship uh, with your crew, the Bastards of none aboard. Uh, you guys have just slept through the night. You guys all um, converge on your boat. And Erdan goes, uh, we have a little while, but um, at the first signs of daylight, uh, we were told to arrive quietly at the shore, and then we were to be given an escort. So,
4: All right, what's the dress
2: code for this party? <laughs> uh, to look exactly like the elves that you killed. Otherwise, um, they'll just kill you on sight. Cool. Okay,
3: Okay. strict. uh, I'm going to be this hot sorceress. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Libella, yes, not a bad idea. I
3: start cutting off her hair. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh,
2: I was going to cast a spell, but yeah. She's good.
3: Yeah, I would save the slots, you yeah. know. She's right. very I DIY. I
2: also cast a spell if that's okay.
3: <laughs> if you think yeah, you need I it, I look just, at one and Beverly like he's an idiot. I, I <laughs> give
2: you a bad thumbs up, full, but I mean full it. Full on scalping a dead body. <laughs> might be a nice backup. Balnor heaves <laughs> over the side. <laughs> uh, Beverly is currently uh, minor illusioning a pair of nez on his face, too.
3: Ooh. Uh, hi. <laughs> uh,
2: hey, um... <laughs> Do you wear glasses normally, or? Oh, uh, just for reading, you know. Okay. I just thought it would help the disguise. Right. Yeah. Um, you know I'm over 300 years old, right? What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good. Okay. okay. We're just, just so we're all clear. <laughs> I shake his hand. <laughs> he shakes <laughs> her hand. Teacher's pet. <laughs> I fiddle with the pince nest. <laughs>
3: This. How Very do you keep these on your face. With The air—they
2: <laughs> <laughs> keep sliding down. They're too big. Normally, you'd have like a prescription, and a doctor <laughs> would fit them to you. But you're kind of just putting them on. I made them too thick. Yes, <laughs> I can't see through them. <laughs> Uh, so if, if you'd like, if you'd like to put on some of these robes, I can cast a spell and um, make us look as close as possible to yes, the robes that you killed.
3: I had one thing I wanted to do before we left. Is that okay? Of course. Can I look around? You know how there were um, skeletons on this? I'm assuming that there's some sort of like light weaponry on here hmm.
2: that
3: yeah. the skeletons were going to be using?
2: They were more here just to... Uh, we used them as workers just to... Uh, sail the boat.
3: Is there no light weaponry on here?
2: I'm sorry. We're wizards. We don't have. What about weapons. the? What about the bastards of nuns' ship?
3: Oh, I'm sure they. Oh, call. you yeah. mean like uh,
2: like a big old weapon? They've got like I I
3: don't need a fancy like a- weapon. Just a small weapon,
2: like a dagger to conceal? What are you looking for? Dagger. Hmm. Um oh, something, that, something yeah.
3: that's easy for each of us to carry. Yeah, you
2: hmm. um you, you guys go up to the bastards of none and says like, Oh yeah, I got a fucking extra dagger. Um, goes <laughs> okay. in like lifts up um the bottom daggers. of her pant leg, um, has like two daggers on her <laughs> ankle. <laughs> wow hands that it ones, to you. Those
3: ones seem personal to you.
2: Nah, I don't give a shit.
3: <laughs> All right, okay.
2: Yeah, just ten gold.
3: All right. Do remember what I intimidatingly told you <laughs> oh, right. yesterday? Yeah, uh, yeah you, you might want to check. Fucking that. Save us.
2: All right, you i right, I'm gonna give you ten characters.
3: gold, but you know what? <laughs> it's going towards public works.
2: Hey, you know what? I appreciate it.
3: Okay. Uh,
2: er, damn will, will your spell allow us to conceal our normal weaponry, or are we gonna need to? Uh, Hide yes, some. just wear it on your person. Okay. and it'll be fine. Gotcha.
3: Okay, so what I would like to do is, and this is just a little bit of insurance, and. I'm um, putting this out there, no one has to wear this, okay? Because obviously it's an invasion of your privacy in a way. I would in- like invade to invade a I would like to turn these three daggers into scrying daggers and Whoa. give them to Balnor, Hardwon, and Beverly. So if anything happens, if we have to split up, I can you can scry your guys clock I can scry my guys sweet yeah. so you um
2: you activate Rosaline for the Cry first time ever
3: on your guys.
2: <laughs> you activate uh, Rosaline for the first time ever yeah um, and you um do a little incantation you hold the sword over these daggers and um after about I would say it takes you about ten minutes per dagger um, but you have these sister. Uh, daggers to your sword um, that now Sisters, you can
3: sister, sister for my mister, sister misters. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a great name!
2: I don't know what this is in reference to.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's all good. Thank um, you so you, much. You pass
2: out the daggers yeah, to um, again, Valnor, uh, uh, Hard One,
4: and Beverly.
3: This is you something you can opt into. I want you to know that this is. I'm not trying to. I opt right names. in. I, like, I put
4: the dagger in my back pocket right down my ass crack. <laughs>
3: Okay, well, I'm actually having a hard time seeing with the thick amount of hair down there.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I put mine, like, right down the front.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, nothing obstructing this. (laughs) Easy access.
2: Uh, I have have one more question for Erdan before we depart. Yeah. Um, Did you meet Tess, by the way? Did you get a chance to meet her? Uh, Tez, so nice to meet you. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Um, gives him, uh, like a side handshake and then brings him in. Oh, yes, this is fine. (laughs) You got like a fucked up little skeleton, cat. Yes, that's my familiar. I brought her back from the dead. It's quite amazing. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's like a fucking skeleton. You guys, look at, look at him. He's got like a weird little fucking cat. He's a yeah. fucking cat lady. Let's get him. Start calling him cat lady. <laughs> easy, everyone. Go easy. Okay, is aside, Let's... I just thought it'd be nice for you all to meet because um, Tess and her crew are, are trying to sail uh, as far west as they can, but they're having some trouble with the monsters. And I was wondering if you could maybe help them when we get back uh, to set up some like protective runes or something like they have around their town. You seem like someone who might be capable of that with your, your great wisdom. Uh, you see he nods and he goes, yeah, I could throw a couple runes up, I suppose. Uh, and you see Tess punches him, yeah, you fucking will cat lady uh, starts <laughs> cat shaking lady. him. Meow, meow. Meow.
3: <laughs> if he if he didn't if he wasn't willing to do this, I would sympathize with him <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> uh cool. I, yeah, I just wanted to like make sure we took care
4: of that before we go. uh okay. any of these uh there's like healing potions on any of these boats.
2: I will say the wizards definitely have fucking healing potions. Yeah. They definitely brought along some stuff. Um, I, will I want roll, like
3: a real funky necromantic, uh, necromantic healing potion.
2: Go ahead and roll a pure luck check, D20, um, and I will tell you, no matter what, you'll get a health potion or two.
4: 12. Hmm.
2: 12. Okay, middling. Uh, so <laughs> a little better than middling, give me a little credit. <laughs> I will say that there are um, there were five of them, so there are five greater healing potions. Ooh, woo. Um, on there, uh, and then I'll say that uh, the one, the uh, libella, the main lady, uh, brought a superior healing potion for herself. <gasps> um, so you got um, five greater healings and one superior. All
4: healing. right, how do we we up? up?
3: Yeah. Why don't we? I mean, I got heels. Yeah, mm-hmm. I,
4: I'm happy to hang on to like a, a regular one in the greater. Yeah, you the can greater take the one. superior one. because well, I so think I can help you guys if if or myself. Who yeah, knows? in your current
2: state, uh,
4: you're a little death proof, which oh, might be nice. Real. Yeah, so I'll I can I'll be able to help you guys.
3: Great. Yeah, why don't yeah hang on to them all.
4: Should all I of them. Give them all.
3: We should get uh, one okay, on our. Okay, person. Yeah, yeah. Well, just each in case get you run one. out of.
4: Yeah. Okay. Balnor, should have Balnor one.
3: might have. Should have more than one. too, yes. I think.
2: Okay.
4: So maybe okay.
3: one for me, one for Bev, two for Balnor, rest for you. Okay,
2: great, perfect. Balnor has two greater healing potions. Um, one of you guys take the uh, superior one, so that unless you guys want Balnor to have the superior one.
3: I think uh, hard one. I'll favorite. take. It. Okay, I'll remember. Cool.
2: So yeah. I have a greater and a superior. Yes. Um, and the rest of you guys have a greater.
3: Um, I wow. have one question. Yes. Uh so the way that these scrying swords work, it's more something that I can I can like spy on them. And you don't not... even
2: need to cast a spell. You essentially now just have walkie talkies with those guys.
3: But are they walkie talkies like should I also have should I also make one for myself? No,
2: Rosaline does it.
3: Oh yeah. I see. so she
4: can communicate with us too?
2: You guys, she can't communicate with you guys, but you guys could, like, send her a message. Okay. So if, like, one of you guys went ahead and just, like, said out loud, like, uh, I'm in the room, nobody's here, Moonshine would hear it because she can scry on you. Can we test him out? I hold it up to my ear.
3: Okay, I, uh, I see hold a Rosaline vision. up to my ear. You see a vision of <laughs> Again, Beverly like holding a, like a sword. A mom, like a mom uh, making dinner, talking to someone on the Careful unfound. with the
4: sharp object. Your ear
2: is already infected, but, uh, <laughs> I pierced see, the other ear. <laughs> yeah, you see Beverly cut himself.
3: Ow! Yep, I think it works. Yep, that seems very Beverly.
2: Um, And Balnor goes... I don't wanna be uh, you know, a, a Debbie Downer here, but should we leave uh, Hard One's coffin here just in case everything goes to shit and Absolutely. one of us can maybe live? Is
3: this the most strategic place to leave it? That would be the question. How close are we to, let's say, the castle?
2: Uh you're a mile away from the city.
3: Hard one, how fast can you run a mile?
2: Well he uh. would be a mist. How fast I'll
3: can you miss like step step once he Once he rematerializes. <laughs> uh, instantly. Instantly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, I think wow. it's near
2: instant. 0.0.
4: Wow. Point 0.0.
3: <laughs> Great. Yeah. I don't. think this will be fine then.
2: <laughs> Sweet. Um, so you see Tess, Tess goes, <laughs> uh, we'll hang out here for a couple days. If you don't come back, uh, you know.
3: I think yeah. if hard One comes
2: back and we don't, that's the signal. <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool.
3: Yeah. All right. Uh, shall we go to the masquerade? Let's do it.
2: All right. Sweet. Um, so. Uh, Does okay. Papa have a mask? Um,
3: he's uh, he's in, in my cloak.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. They were okay.
3: wearing cloaks, right?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he's in my wizard robes. So you
2: guys um, go around the um, elven boat, the one that had all the mages on it, um, and you strip the corpses. You take their robes. You put them on. Erdan uh, gathers you guys around, and he casts this spell called Seeming. Um which alters your appearance. Um it can't totally change your size, but it changes it a bit. So Balnor and uh, Bev look like the shortest possible believable elf.
1: I'm so tall Like a four foot
2: five elf.
1: <laughs> this is crazy
2: but we are just towering oh, over everyone. We are colossi. Just full on in hard one stomach, like not even... <laughs> dude, are we the same size right now? No, we're not even close.
4: Hardwon. So, what happened? What did you... I, I grabbed Erdan. What did you do to me?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
4: has made you a little bit shorter.
2: You guys are pretty close now.
4: What have you fucking done, you monster? I, I've saved
2: your life, all right? It's,
3: I, I'm sorry, Erdogan. I, I think I'm kind of the same. <laughs>
2: yes, well, you're... Uh, part high elf, right? Oh, so.
3: could you make me something different just for fun of it? Oh, how about a tiefling?
2: Uh, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, <laughs> okay. We're okay. The, uh, you know what? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. No dumb questions. <laughs> it
4: feels like we miss 100% of the shots we also
2: take.
3: <laughs> well, that, no, would be a, that, that, that would be a conversation. We are, we
2: are the, the team of grave robbers from Gladehome, so we all need okay. to be high elves. Cool, watch me dunk. I try and dunk.
3: Wait a second. <laughs> you just Did you turn me into a? I look for the gap in my teeth.
2: Uh, you have no gap.
3: <gasps> I'm hideous. Don't look at me hard one. <laughs>
2: Uh No, no, no. You look, you look great. Uh.
3: <laughs> I'm like trying to pry my teeth
2: apart. Wait, you see, Papa's a little skeleton, Papa. Meow, meow, meow.
3: Okay, that's fly as hell. Yeah.
2: Well, not gonna lie, Papa. Papa, papa looks good. Well, we yeah. have kind of a cool necromancer thing going, yeah. right?
3: Yeah. How, do, how does my
2: pierced ear look? <laughs> uh, it looks um, infected, but in like a necromancy way. Ooh, oh, it's ooh. like a gauge. It's got like black smoke coming out of it. Yes. That will, ooh, that will kill you in the end. I have a smoke ring earring. Yeah. That's so good.
3: I think I'm like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, this is this is cool. I'm fine with this. And then I grab some dirt and just put on some freckles. <laughs> some makeup freckles.
2: It's like a smoky freckle. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm ready, yeah, and I didn't change anything, I'm good.
2: So shall we take a a dinghy? Yeah. Absolutely. Sweet. Um, So you guys uh, lower a smaller boat, a little dinghy, from uh, your big boat. Uh, You guys all get in, and you take your boat... Out on to the quiet sea. You see that the Blood Moon has begun to rise, uh, but with the ever present black fog of Shadowfell, it barely breaks the clouds. Uh, even so, the dark sea is lit up by streaks of red as you row towards Ember Heaven. Um, as you approach the city, uh, you can see it more clearly. The peak is hidden amongst the black clouds, buildings with gothic architecture line the side of the mountain, uh, as ghosts and ghouls wander the roads. Uh, some monsters from the main road are crossing the giant bone bridge into the city, uh, while a huge mass is gathering outside in front near the road. Uh, so you guys park your boat near a small cave on the rocky shore at the base of the mountain. And you see a ghostly knight, uh, like incorporeal, but he's got um, like a floating suit of black armor or just like a breastplate really and a helm, um, comes up to greet you. uh, And he goes, this way and no wizard funny business. You're being watched. There is nothing funny about death. I think in that we can agree, my good sir. You hear Dan in your head go, that was so good. You're such a good necromancer. <laughs>
1: oh, I got praise from teacher. <laughs> uh, and you guys God,
2: see no, um, this uh, ghostly knight um, uh, takes you guys into the mountain. So you enter a cave and are immediately hit uh, by a wave of heat and the sounds of clanging metal. Uh, The inside of the mountain has essentially been turned into this giant war forge, uh, straight out of Lord of the Rings. Big hulking beasts hammer crude weapons as smaller goblin-like monsters work the forge, blowing huge waves of fire. Uh, You see carts full of these terrifying crooked weapons uh, being filled up and carted out. Um, and you see uh, this uh, shadowy knight, this shadow guard leads you to a crude elevator. Um, It looks like something you'd see um, from like a window washer or something, Uh Um, just a wooden platform uh, (laughs) attached to a series of pulleys that go straight up. Can we say that while we were on the dinghy, I cast aid on everyone? Sure. So everyone's got five extra hit points. So you see uh, the shadow guard um, nods to an undead giant um, who begins begins turning a crank that begins pulling you up uh, and you're lifted up, up through the mountain at the various levels of the cave. Uh, You see more and more of these monsters mining and blacksmithing. The heat is very intense until finally the cavern narrows um, and you reach the top. You get out onto a platform and are met by two more shadow guard uh, who take you through a doorway and you have entered Ember Heaven Castle, the Great Hall. And as I described to you before, when you were scrying on Galad, it is truly a dark reflection of Galateron Castle. You see rows of long banquet tables where other grave robbers are sitting, Uh, these wizards in purple robes and black masks. Uh, The mages are all divided up uh, by the cities that they represent. Um, So you see a table of dwarves, Uh, frost dwarves, one of halflings, Uh, and then you see there are braziers uh, lighting the room between tall columns as well as several windows letting in red light. Uh, And at the back of the room is this wall of glass, a giant window and in front of it, on a platform on this throne of bones is Glad Roselle. Uh, The shadow guards from the door escort you to the glade home table uh, near Iron Deep and Hill Home. Um, So you guys are the only elf representatives here because you wiped out all of the other ones. So you guys go over and you take your spots at the table. Down the table are some dwarves uh, and at the table next to you are um, halflings. Erdan just goes, everyone be cool, everyone be cool. Are Are there
3: any bugs on the floor? I want to find like a nasty centipede and just like bite the head off and be like, yeah, bugs are my thing.
2: Uh, Cool. Go ahead and do a nature check to find a bug.
3: 19.
2: 19. You find a bug. You find a big juicy cockroach on the ground. Can yeah, you it's... find one for me? <laughs> With a 19? Yeah, she finds yeah. two. So
3: I pass I you a cockroach and I kind of like look around all shifty eyed and look a necromancer and like take a bite out of the bug mm. and then like um bring it back to life. Sweet. <laughs>
4: I, I, I fully swallowed my bug.
3: Because I do have I anime dead, what... <laughs> so I'll just, like, just to, like, get the vibe going that, right. like, I'm legit. Yeah,
2: as you guys go to your tables, you, you guys bite into these bugs. You see one dwarf. Uh, the Everybody's wearing masks and purple robes, so, like, kind of nobody can identify each other. Um, mm-hmm. You see one dwarf looks at you guys approvingly, and one half, like, looks at you very scared. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I didn't know it was that kind of party.
3: <laughs>
2: I breathe Flies out of my mouth with minor <laughs> illusion. You know, we
1: don't necessarily eat
2: bugs, right? I can I'm see Ernest also eats a bug.
3: I'm making the headless cockroach like dance, like but controlling him like he's like a puppet. Oh,
2: usually people think I'm weird because I eat bugs, but now we're kind of rolling deep with just a bug crew, so this is good. Yeah,
3: the bug out boys. Yeah. I'm sick and twisted.
2: Um, Do I? I don't recognize any of the Hillholm halflings, do I? They're Uh, wearing masks. Yeah, they are wearing masks. Um, Go ahead and make a perception check.
3: Martha Togold, Nana Kindleaf.
2: Kindleaf would absolutely be in this organization. Uh, That's going to be perception, you said? Yeah. Uh, That's only a 14. 14. You kind of can't tell heads or tails who these people are.
3: Can I do an insight check as to whether or not there's any Werther's Originals in the room? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. (laughs) We're just
4: looking
2: (laughs) for Bugs and Werther's. (laughs) Werther's are like the scarabs
4: of 17.
3: the candy world.
2: 17. They're confirmed no Werther's. <laughs> All right.
3: Okay, Nana Kindleaf is good. <laughs> Thank goodness.
2: Um, so you guys are sitting at this long table. Um, everybody's very businesslike. There's no drinks being served or anything. Everybody's very serious. It's the world's worst fucking masquerade ball. Mm. It's um, Everybody's wearing masks uh, just so they're not recognized. It's not like a cool, sexy
0: party. Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. You can check out their menu of chef crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Friendly. Folks, their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart your new routine. fifty to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next month. That's code pawpaw fifty at com slash pawpaw fifty to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you everybody.
4: This party sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah for real. Um so you guys see um, Galad sitting atop his throne of bones uh, suddenly stands up, um, and he holds his hands up, and he goes, "Greetings,
1: fellow followers of the light! Your kingdoms resist the goddess, and thus you." brave people have stood against your kings and queens and will help usher in a time of peace when Bahumia is all ruled under one empire. Let's all give ourselves a round of applause.
4: Moonshine, you're gonna have to hold me back. I'm,
2: trying to, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to stand <laughs> up. I, sit, and, on, I
4: everyone, sit
3: on I to on hard Everyone,
2: uh, give a little applause. Let's <sighs> play along. Every clap is pain.
4: <laughs> I'm see, sitting
3: on Hardwon and making his hands clap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they are two firmly clenched fists. (laughs) (laughs) Just just the sound of two fists sitting.
3: Uh,
2: And Galad goes on and he goes, we have set up our hidden entry points across Bohemia and we are ready to open the gate here. My arch wizard will take care of that. Um, You see Galad gestures uh, to a bald wizard uh, on the other side of the room with pale white skin and black stripes painted uh, across his face. And Galad goes on. Since we are only using one gate... To get us to multiple locations,
1: that's where the rest of you will come in. As my armies pass through, it is your job to direct them to your individual teleportation
2: circles dwarves to Iron Deep and Frostwind, halflings to Hill Home, and elves to Glade Home. Um, and you see, Glad. Looks over at your guys' table for a long beat. I'm gonna have him do a little roll against Erdan.
3: Uh, I cast infestation and bugs come out from underneath our masks. <laughs>
2: you, you see, he rolls a natural four. four. Uh, he looks and he goes, You Glade Home Elves are nasty. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to the Glade Home Elves. Um, <laughs> and a couple of dwarves um, brought their own beer and start knocking the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he continues, But with all that said,
1: we've already run into some complications. Apparently, some of the cities have been tipped off and are gathering
2: their defenses. And you guys uh, see Erdan next to you, shifts kind of uncomfortably, uh, and you guys hear in your head, that might be my fault. Um, And Galad goes, we must strike now, or we might not get another chance. Glad nods to his Arch Wizard. You see the Arch Wizard <laughs> teleports out of there. Glad, uh, holds his hands up again and goes, Wizards, to the gate, go now for the light. (laughs) Uh, And you guys see the other tables of wizards all begin teleporting. Um, And you see uh, really quickly, Erdan reaches his hands around you guys um, and casts Invisible on all of you. And you guys disappear at the same time as all of these guys uh, disappear and leave the room. Nice. Um, Smooth. The only people left in the room are glad on his throne and um, two shadow guard standing near the doorway.
3: Um, okay, so I have a little spell I want to do on the gate, which is I have a spell called Maelstrom, so I could basically create a churning whirlpool that would make it less enticing for the monsters to try to pass through to Bohemia. Uh
2: Erdan thinks about it for a second, and he goes... It's it's it certainly could hold them back for a little bit, but uh I, there's something like thirty mages down there, including Galad's archwizard. Uh, I, oh, I think so. I'll probably
3: just get counterspelled.
2: I think that's likely.
3: All right, I want to minimize how frequently I get counterspelled, so yeah. I will table that idea. And I guess we'll just have to trust that Bahumia can handle a couple monsters.
4: Let's hope that your messenger warned people enough to. Defend their realm.
3: And then whenever y'all are ready to attack Galad, I have something to start him off with.
2: A little appetizer?
3: Uh, a little appetizer that we can throw to him while we're invisible. I'm All right.
4: ready. Let's fucking get this guy. Uh, All right,
2: then. You guys see Erdan goes, uh, he looks at the two shadow guards, and he goes, I can occupy those two while you go after the big daddy, as it were.
3: All right. He's You're speaking our language. I would like to cast... Uh, Contagion, and I would like to give him Filth Fever. A raging fever sweeps through the creature's body. The creature has disadvantage on strength checks, strength saving throws, and attack rolls that use strength.
2: Jesus fucking Christ. Wow. Uh, uh, what kind of saving throw does he do?
3: I do have to touch him, though. Okay. <laughs> um, um, he does a Constitution saving throw. Okay,
2: um, so Moonshine, you go sneak up, I'll say- Yeah, so
3: I guess I'll symbiotic entity, then touch him with Contagion.
2: Okay, Dope. Uh, you touch him with Contagion. Uh, he's going to go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Um, he, he has to be
3: 17.
2: does not pass, but he's gonna use his legendary resistance to resist. Um, oh. One of his of the day. Um, so moonshine you reach out and you touch him you appear this fungal form glad pulls back
1: ah, where'd you come from <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, uh, suddenly uh, Erdan, you look sick Erdan appears out of nowhere um, you see these two shadow guard uh, go to attack moonshine um, he starts shooting like beams of light at them they go off I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna roll back and forth for those guys right. you guys are just fighting glad Erdan is off fighting these two shadow um, Shadow Knights. Um uh, hard one, tell me what you do.
4: I come out of invisibility and I say Glad Roselle, I believe you offered to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I swing my axe at him. Sweet. You've been spending a lot of time indoors, hard bun. <laughs> you look paler than I do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Twenty eight. He admits uh, it superheads. God, this this realm has done nothing for your for your deviated sect. I'm sectum. the king
1: of this of this realm, and I'm wrecking all of your home worlds. How did you get
4: here? 18 damage. God damn
1: it. I mean, gosh darn it.
4: What'd you say? The light <laughs> Sorry, be, I
1: live in Shadowfell
2: now. I'm going to tell Theala. Don't. 24 to hit on the second attack. Uh, super hits.
4: 12 damage. Nice. Guess what, you son of a bitch. I get three attacks now. I'm gonna swing my axe. Oh, I've had
1: three attacks for a long time.
4: Uh 20, not nat, though. Uh that hits. Great. 17 damage.
2: Sweet. E-E. Damn, you run up real quick, three lightning fast axe attacks. Um, he tries to get his big cursed sword um full of uh souls. Uh you see all of these moving faces inside of it. What the uh, fuck is that?
1: Oh, uh, you don't see any familiar ones in
2: there. Um, don't and look too closely. He, uh, holds this, waves the sword in front of your face. Oh um, shit! I forgot. To, we see. were gonna,
3: we were gonna tell oh. Hardman Hardwood, your mom's in there. Get mad. <laughs> I'd
2: see. rather Mooch tell me <laughs> than Lydia's, <laughs> Lydia's face uh, in the sword.
4: Uh, I'm gonna action surge. She then. gives me strength. Can I action surge and hit? Yeah, him go for it. Fuck you, you fuck my mother's in your sword. Mm, 15 does not hit Didn't blocks so. it with his
2: sword you're a little frazzled
4: I'm a little fucking yeah I'm a little emotional rightfully so 27 that time though that hits 13 damage uh sweets and my third or my sixth and final attack uh 21 super hits 10 damage
2: uh sweet. Uh Bev, go ahead and take your surprise around. Cool. Um I look at Hard One and say, like, let's see how haste works when you're not trying to swim. Uh, and I cast <laughs> it again on Hard One. Yeah. But this time
3: Hasty Hard One.
2: <laughs> haste one. This time, instead of Coach Bortram, uh a spectral old cob appears.
3: Oh,
2: oh hey. beautiful.
4: I, believe, I believe
1: in you, bud. Let's,
2: I, keep, let's keep it light. <laughs> can I
1: predator handshake him? Yeah.
2: Hey, let's kill this son of a bitch again. What do you say? I love you, Cobb. You're my <laughs> best friend. Uh, you're
1: my best friend, bud.
2: <laughs> and after I do that, I want to turn to Galad Roselle, uh, wink at him, and cast Vow of Enmity, which okay. is a channel divinity that lets me get advantage on attack rolls against him. Yeah, Fuck baby. yeah, Beverly! you Um, a bitch. Sweet. Um, everybody roll initiative. Now we're in the regular, regular round. Ooh. 13. Four.
3: 19.
2: Okay, so on initiative 20, our man, Galad, gets a lair action. You see, he takes his sword and he goes, if you thought Rosaline was cool, wait until you meet Soul Swallower. Um, Ah. And he stabs his sword um, down into uh, the ground, into the uh, stone. And you see four shadow demons emerge from the floor and each one is going to attack one of you guys. The first one is going to hit Beverly for- No. um, uses a claw attack. Yeah, you see like one of the screaming faces uh, comes to life, comes out of the sword, comes out and takes a swipe at you with some claws, Bev, for nine damage. Okay. Um, Next one attacks hard one. That is only a 16 to hit, misses, uh, takes a slash with claws, doesn't do it. Um, Moonshine crits on you. I'm sorry, Moonshine. It's all right. Um, 16 damage uh, as it slashes into you. Next one will go after Balnor. That is a 24 to hit. That's going to hit. Does a big nine damage to Balnor. That is... Moonshine's turn.
3: I want to cast Heat Metal on Glad Sword. Sweet.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. Drop my mother, you piece of shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what it's kind of saving my throw my mom? Do? Uh, constitution saving throw.
2: He got a nat 20. Uh, so he resists it. You see his hand sizzles. I love it. I love the heat, and I'm going to stay in the kitchen if you don't mind. He
3: still takes damage, though.
2: Sweet. Um, so he takes a little bit of heat damage. Go ahead and roll that
3: nine fire damage. Nine
2: fire damage, okay.
3: And then I spores him and I'm in fungal mode so I spores him for fucking 18. Yo. Oh, and Pawpaw, Pawpaw fucking goes. comes <laughs> out. Yes. Hey, you remember this what? little What
1: fucking is this rodent? little rat doing? He's so big now.
3: He is hitting you for...
4: You're about to
2: get slapped with a lawsuit.
3: He had a glow up.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's hitting you for 19. Uh, that hits. Yeah! Woo! That's
2: wow, crazy. Papa's been hitting a lot. You just got served.
3: He has advantage because <laughs> of pack right. tactics.
2: He's about to habeas your corpus.
3: He takes you for nine. Jeez. Snarl him, little beast.
2: Uh, you guys see, yeah, this this form of glad um, is hardier than his old form, but already he is looking a little sweaty and just like, I don't like this one bit. <laughs> Um, but that is his turn. He is going to attack hard one. Um, you see, he rushes forward, and he goes,
1: "You're undead. You serve me. I am the Dark Lord of Shadowfell." Twenty-one to hit.
4: That does not hit. Thank okay. you. Whoa. Takes a second attack. Not as good as you thought you were, you son of a.
2: Uh, As you say that, uh, he slashes up and gets a 27 to hit. Right. (laughs) Cuts right into you. He does 21 damage. Okay. You see, as he slashes into you Mm. with this sword, hard one, as an undead of Shadowfell, you feel a calling. And he goes, Haha, I can't
1: believe you came here as as an undead. You serve me, join your
2: mother. You guys see from the outside, hard one <laughs> disappears into the sword as it flares. <laughs> and then um, he's going to rush forward and take an attack on, let's say Balnor. I'm gonna kill your dad. No! Uh, and he hits on Balnor. 19 damage on Balnor. Stay strong, Balnor.
1: I'm trying, but this guy's a punk. Where did Hard One go? It it's a
2: it's a goof. It's obviously a feint. This is part of his plan. Uh Bev, that's your turn. Okay. Um can I do an insight uh, or like an arcana check to see if I like know if what's happening is with his sword is a curse or something? It's it's like being a dwarf going up and fighting Moradin. He just has like Something that can kind of control the undead to a certain extent so I just get I get an, a sense that I could not undo this curse or undo this calling it would be if you like had the sword maybe. okay all right <laughs> okay um but I'm- it also might make you evil or might make you um you hear yeah you hear a Pendegos go from inside the gym. Yeah, it's kind of a Dark Lord thing. If you wanted to be like the Dark Lord of Shadowfell, you could probably free him if you wanted. I want my friend to not be in a sword. so yeah, maybe if, you wanna, if you want to live in Shadowfell forever with me, dude, me and you can hang out. Hard pass, my friend. <laughs>
3: <The what? laughs> uh,
2: I am going to run up and try and get a slash in and then maybe use a move to try and grapple the sword out of him his hands. Uh, that would be an action. You got to do grapple against him. Okay. Um, it looks like the only way we're getting that sword out of his hands is... Uh, if his hand is dead, you get what I'm saying. I'm going <laughs> to attack him. Uh, I'm going to see if he still has the light within him or if he's lying. I'm going to do a divine smite. Sweet. i going to reroll that one. <laughs> oh, God. Not weighted dice. Uh, 16. Uh, 16 does not hit. <clears throat> All right. Let me take my second attack. Sweet. There we go. 28. Hits. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, Bev, he is evil. Oh, he is. I'm not
1: evil. What is this? (laughs) I'm I'm not detecting any lights coming from you. No, just normal amount of smite damage, it seems. (laughs) Galad, you're a blacklight.
2: What? And I see a lot of stains. (laughs) All right, I'm going to do a third level smite. Uh, 49 damage. Jesus. (gasps) Uh, Bev, you... Destroy this guy. Just this explosion of holy light as you slash into him. Ah, uh, you're channeling the goddess, young Beverly.
1: Uh, Congratulations. The goddess has nothing to do with that. Impossible. <laughs> the light takes many forms. You wouldn't know that. I'm going to kill your dad. Okay, that
2: was uncalled for. Legendary action and take a slash at Balnor when um, he does hit. Uh, and he does 19 damage to Balnor. Um, Balnor's starting to look a little rough. Okay. Um, that is actually Balnor's turn. Oh fuck! I forgot to roll advantage on my attack roll. Cool. Um. <laughs> Dope. Um, that is Balnor's turn. Mm-hmm. Um, Balnor is going to uh, is going to attack twice. Uh, actually hits on the first attack six damage, does a one on his damage. Um, so does not do much damage, but he's fighting toe to toe with glad. Very brave. Um, hits on the second attack does 14 damage. Good for you. Balnor can use his action sur- surge. Um, takes another attack hits, uh, does another nine damage.
4: All right, Balnor.
2: Uh, Takes a fourth attack, misses. That's a natural six. Um, And then he's going to look at Beverly's amulet uh, and uh, get some of his health back. Get a glance, Daddy B. Great. Um, At the end of his turn, though, um, Galad is going to take another shot at him um, and misses. He rolls a nat one. Um, Then that is Hard One's turn. I'm in a sword
3: hard one <laughs> one a day wait, you're that, boot, the next day your sword does that break
2: does that break haste no okay cool no nice so hard one you see that you are in a demi planar prison which looks an awful lot like lower galateron you are the only thing that has color here everything else is gray Uh, There is a small cluster of houses down near the docks, and it's raining. And in one of the houses, you hear people yelling at each other, but there's this kind of strange echo to it. Uh, You hear a woman go, We need to go, Elias! Uh, And you hear a man go, I will not run from a fight! Uh, You go up to the window, and you see... Your mother and father. Uh, But they aren't humans. They're these white spectral projections. Uh, You're not watching something that's happening right now. It feels like you're watching a memory. Uh, You also see a little crib uh, and a projection of your Uncle Red near it. Uh, And you see the little spectral version of Red goes... Look, Elias, I know I know you want to be a tough guy, but Lydia's right. We got to get out of here, man. Gunther can only hold him off for so long. We'll be lucky if he survives. There's no place for cowards in Cord's Great Hall. Uh, you see uh, your father, Elias Stormborn, uh, looks a lot like you, but has this, like, um... You can't really see the color of his beard because it's all like white, but you do see like some tones of gray and black and you see that it's like a dark beard and dark hair. And you see uh, Lydia, your mother goes, Elias, we have a son. Don't you think I want to stay and fight? I'm a warrior too, but we gave up glory when we became parents And Elias goes, All the more reason for me to set an example for him. Warriors die on the battlefield and go to Isgard. Cowards grow old. Uh, You see Lydia grabs him desperately. When we met, you showed me how to live for the moment, free from the constraints of religion. You freed me from the chosen, and here you are living for the afterlife. Come with us, please. You see, Elias uh, takes her into his arms and he goes, or you could stay and you and I, we could send a few dozen of these bastards to hell. Then later we'll drink to it in Court's Hall. Uh, you see, Lydia pushes him back and goes, if you would choose glory over your own family, then... I'm glad your son will never get to know you. Uh, You see she walks over, grabs the baby out of the crib, um, and exits through a trap door in the floor. Uh, And you see your uncle Red looks up at Elias, uh, and Red shakes his head and goes, Elias, what the hell, man? Uh, And Elias just kind of turns away from him, and Red leaves and follows after Lydia and you see uh, Elias stands there for a moment by himself, gets like a little teary, walls up, walls up. Outside you see (laughs) the Chosen begin to gather uh, and kick in the door as he lets out a war cry. Watch this! Uh, And then the memory resets and everything starts playing again from the beginning. Go with her, you fool. <laughs> Suddenly, uh, you hear a booming voice go, you didn't have to stay. Galad killed me later, you know that? If it was both of us, we could have won. Uh, hard one, you see the widow hovering. Um, she looks like the widow you saw in on not like the spectral projections. It seems like she's actually here with you. Um, She wears dark armor uh, with a hood uh, that's covering the top half of her face. Her skin is pale, uh, but there are chains wrapped around her body. And hovering around her are white specters, different versions of herself. And when she speaks They all talk in tandem. There is a strange magical energy around her. uh, Like there's these tiny lightning bolts that keep crackling as she hovers near you. And it is very clear that uh, you, you know from when you ran into her in Galateron that when she was a revenant, sent to kill Galad that she was like, she had this unnatural bloodlust towards Galad so she has been brought back to life in these different ways that it has driven her completely mad like you literally see all of these spectral split personalities of her, Um, you see she locks eyes with you and instantly you know she thinks you're Uh, your father. She thinks you're Elias Stormborn Senior. And she gets ramped up and she goes, and then after I die, I spend years wandering the astral plane. Your god offers me a deal to kill Glad Roselle. Glad ends up dead in no small part because of my actions, but that's not good enough for your stupid meathead god, is it? Because I didn't swing the blade. You drink and you fight and you laugh while the people around you suffer, but no longer. You will wear my chains. Um, and you see um, she whips a chain out at you and makes an attack roll oh, against you. Oh, God damn it. At least you got haste.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, that is a 21 hit on the first attack. I st- if I still got haste, that doesn't you still hit. have haste. All right, yeah. Um, hey. Hard one. You're just like holding your hands up, backing up. Your mother whips this chain at you. Um, You see, you hear, like, whispers of, we can't leave him, we can't leave our son. Like, just all of these different versions of her kill glad Roselle. Just this woman who's been brought back over and over and over and over again, um, who spent 30 years traveling the astral plane just broken. Um, She takes a second chain attack against you. Um, That one is only a 20 to hit. Um, so you dodge again, All this right. next chain. Um, and you... Uh, 21 to hit.
4: That doesn't hit either. Doesn't hit.
2: Miss the last chain. Uh, hard one, that is your turn. Um, okay,
4: I throw down my axe. I'm not gonna... I raise my hands. Um, Lydia. Lydia, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have gone with you. I should have left. I should have never stayed and tried to fight.
2: Um, Go ahead and give me a persuasion check.
4: 17. 17.
2: She um, starts to reach her hand out to you. Um, and then pulls it back um, as, like, one of her... You see, like, one of the spirits goes, That's not a He looks different. He looks different. He looks different. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Um, and the main one goes, It's too late for that! It's too late for that! It's all ruined! Uh, and we... Move down the initiative to <laughs> <laughs> the All right. lair action. Um, you guys see uh, the demons that had arised around Glad disperse, um, and you see um, Glad. Uh, once again takes his sword, uh, sticks it into the ground, and you see four beams of black energy of this shadow with like screaming faces inside of it appear on uh, every corner of the room. And You don't know what it does yet, um, but that is what he does with his turn, or with his lair action rather. That is Moonshine's turn.
3: I am going to, I think it's foolish to keep pursuing magical efforts, but I'm going to. I get to ask a bonus action, uh, make him take damage again from the heat metal and then he has to do the saving throw again. Sweet, nice.
2: Um he got a 19.
3: That saves, yeah.
2: Okay. Fuck.
3: Um okay. So he will take 9 damage and then okay. I'm going to fucking lightning bolt him.
2: Shit. Um what does he have to roll for a lightning bolt?
3: Dexterity save. Dexterity
2: save. You are your own elemental chaos. He does not pass the dexterity
3: save. Yeah. Okay. Uh and I'm doing a level five, so that is. A,
0: Jesus a, 39. Whew.
3: Then Yo. I spores him for 18, Jeez. and then Papa's gonna go at him. Oh my
2: God.
3: <laughs> Papa's gonna hit. And uh, Papa hits him for 11.
4: Jesus. I wanna hear Papa finish him so badly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Papa bites into him. <laughs> Uh, okay, he's going to take a legendary action, um, and take an attack on Balnor again. He actually misses Balnor that time. That is a miss. Um, Here you go, Balnor, use the grease. Uh, but that is his turn. Release the grease. <laughs> he is going to use an ability called Fearful Shadows. Uh, you guys see from these four corners of the room, um, these black pillars that have come up suddenly, uh, Faces come out of them um, and begin letting out these otherworldly screeches. Uh, everybody, go ahead and give me a ooh, dexterity saving throw.
3: Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> 21.
2: 21. Okay. I got a natural 20. Good for
3: ooh. you. Ooh. I got a okay. I, I roll for Papa, too. <gasps> My son. Papa got a uh, 17.
2: Papa fails. <laughs> Papa takes 35 damage.
3: Yikes. Oh, I got my baby. Mew. Um this uh
2: necrotic head comes out from one of the pillars and bites Papa. Get away from
3: my son. Mew.
2: Um also um they bite you too, but they only nick you. Uh so you guys take half of that. So you guys take uh 17. Even with a natural twenty? Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yes. <guest>. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, quick question. Yeah. If I take damage, does that break my concentration? It does. You need yeah, to you roll to for roll concentration. Oh, okay. okay. Oh yeah. I, have I might have two. had to do that before, but we missed it. I don't think um, you've taken any damage yet. Uh, no, I took damage from that demon, didn't I? I took nine damage. Okay. You did have to roll, but it's just roll now. Okay. Cool.
3: What do you have to roll to not lose concentration? Half
2: the damage that you took.
3: I failed. Heat metal's off. Okay. Heat Bye metal goes heat away.
2: Metal. Uh, that's a eight. You fail your uh, con save, Shit. so you're no longer concentrating. Hard one no longer has haste. Hard one, I'm sorry. Right. I'm gonna get hit by my mom. Oh. You guys see at uh, the end of his turn, Glad um, holds up his sword um, and points to the windows on the walls on either side of you. And uh, he goes... I don't know why you're trying to kill me. It's already too late. Um, And you see um, black smoke comes out of his sword uh, and fills the windows. And on the smoke, you see projections of some of the different cities in Bohemia. You see Gladehome, Irondeep, Frostwind, and Hillhome. Uh, And you see monsters begin appearing In mass, in hidden passages, sewers, aqueducts, forests, uh, immediately outside the cities.
3: It's Uh, a trick, babe. Don't fall for it.
2: This is how you use your light for trickery? (laughs) It's not trickery. It's to take it back. You all resisted. (laughs) Uh, You see Hillhome, this little hobbit village, not unlike the Shire, uh, rolling pastures, cute little farms and halfling holes. Uh, and an army of monsters begin charging into it. Um, but unlike the halflings, the dwarves appear to be ready for the fight. Uh, You see that as monsters enter the city, both Frostwind and Iron Deep, um, dwarven guards and soldiers are there to meet them. Uh, There's a lot of bloodshed right off the bat, um, but Frostwind is doing a lot better than Iron Deep. Frostwind has a bigger army and it's harder to sneak around there. Uh, You see these giant iron dwarves crushing small goblins, swarms of well-trained winter wolves um, shooting down giants with crossbows. The Iron Deep dwarves are also putting up a good fight, But there's just, but they're inside a mountain. So there's so many more areas to sneak in and burst through. You'll see a bunch of soldiers overwhelm some monsters um, when suddenly like an umber hulk bursts through a wall behind them and begins tearing them apart. Bev, that is your turn. It's never as easy as you think, is it? It's
3: trickery. I don't fucking buy. You're fucking, these are projections. These are little movies, homemade movies you made. Oh, they're
1: movies. It's time They're to shoot. documentaries. <laughs> I love watching nonfiction. Yeah, I bet you love fucking Ken Burns. Uh, I do.
3: I actually kind of do too.
1: All right, I'm we should watch we a Ken, Mer- Ken Burns movie together. Yeah, why, do why don't we slow. watch
3: I'll fucking poison your popcorn? <laughs> it's all just slow pans. Uh, archival footage is boring. I scream <laughs> as I attack. Sweet. Yeah, uh, go ahead smart. Make- I yeah. think I'm going to bail on trying to do anything to him other than hit him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, submission. He seems to be responding to being hit.
3: Yeah. As you, um,
2: as you attack him, yeah. um, he is going to use a reaction to do shadow slip. Um, he makes you roll with disadvantage. Okay. So who it just,
3: is this motherfucker? How did you get stronger than us?
2: So that just cancels out my advantage. Uh, why do you have advantage? Because of uh, valve enmity.
3: Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yep. yeah.
2: Okay. okay cool. So you just have a regular old roll. All right. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen does hit.
3: Woo! Yeah. Woo-hoo!
2: Oh, my God, that's so
3: embarrassing. My AC is higher than yours, you fool.
2: Yeah, because I've got this cool sword. What? That armor is just made of aluminum. You can't get higher than 18 AC, (laughs) can you? Yeah, we all have
1: that. Yeah, otherwise you have to use a shield like a dork. (laughs) 41 damage.
2: Jesus. This picture show is coming to an end. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me roll again. Sweet. Another 18. Uh, that hits. All right. Uh, I'll just do a normal attack this time. Well, you know what? Why the fuck would I stop? I'll do another Divine okay, Smite. Okay, cool. Uh, 33. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Glad's looking pretty fucked up. Yeah. Why?
1: <laughs> I'll call I'll call off the fight if you guys stop and just let me be the Dark Lord of Shadowfell. <laughs> this fight doesn't stop until you suck my friend's dick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not for sucking real. anybody's dick. I was suck, gonna bite you, his dick off. If you bring hard one out here and then suck his dick, then absolutely.
2: No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you were the one who was begging to do it last time.
2: Uh, at the end of Bal at the end of uh Bev's turn, uh, he's gonna take a legendary action to attack Balnor. I'm gonna hit uh, and he's gonna do 21 damage to Balnor.
3: Balnor, remember, uh, chug chug if you if you need.
2: Yeah, how, how's Balnor looking? I know he looked in the amulet, but Bal is looking okay. He's okay. been getting attacked a decent amount, but he's 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 doing alright. Um, that is actually Balnor's turn. He'll take two attacks, um, and he does uh, 13 damage. Wow, a true denizen of the light attacking our small dad.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, hidden people who're smaller than you. That is. <laughs> What's that about?
2: Back to hard one. Hard one. You are in this. Uh, Demiplane, you see uh, your mother with all of these spectral versions uh, around her. So she goes at the beginning of your turn, so she will actually go first. Um, So she takes uh, three chain attacks against you. Um, First one uh, is going to hit. One of the chains wraps around you For 13 damage, um, and you are grappled. This chain wraps around you. Finally, you know what it feels like, you selfish bastard. You abandoned me. Um, Takes a second attack, uh, misses. Uh, Other chain uh, comes at your head. You duck down. You're still wrapped around. Um, Takes a third attack and does hit. Uh, She does 13 damage on the third attack. That's your turn hard one. Cool. I'm still holding the chain, right? She's uh it's wrapped around you. Yeah.
4: Double Great. Dutch. Yeah, I'm going to I'm <laughs> going to grab onto the onto the chain. Okay. Um All right, new plan. Uh It's it's me. Uh Elias Jr. I'm your boy. I'm sorry I pretended to be my dad. You were just you it seemed like you were in a lot of pain and I don't want to torture you anymore but fuck it. Let's see what we can do. I'm going to swing my axe at the chain that I'm holding on to. Nice. Mm.
2: Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll uh, on the chain. Does a 25 beat the chain's AC? 25 does beat the chain's AC, Oh, yeah.
3: what is the chain's AC? The people 20. need to know. It's
2: 20? 20. Yeah, 20. Yeah, what I tell you? Wow, the chain has better AC than Galad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but also Moonshine. just inside. <laughs> so it's hey like guys, everyone bad. chill. <laughs>
2: 15. 15 damage. Okay. Um, hard one. You see, you mostly sever this one chain. You um, attack it, uh, and it loosens around you, and a bunch of the links break. Uh, you can take your second attack if you'd cool. like.
4: I'll attack the chain again. Sweet. That's not, 16. 16 does not do it. I'll attack it again. Okay. 23. That hits. Reroll on the one. 15 damage.
2: 15 damage. Hard one. You fully break this chain, um, and you see the widow staggers back, um, and you see one of the other spectral forms of her um, briefly takes over. Um, go ahead and roll a persuasion check with advantage. Nat 20, baby.
3: Oh. No.
2: You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Um, you see this other, the other spectral form that was like, we need to save the child, we need to save the child, um, takes uh, precedence over the one who kind of um, wants revenge on Elias. You see that these are kind of all different parts of her that otherwise would just be parts of her personality, but they've all been brought out into the extreme in this hell and just the fact that she's been brought back so many times. Um, you see uh, this other version of her takes over and she kind of staggers back, and she goes, Elias, is that you?
4: It's, uh, it's the little Elias. You saved the child, Ma. And
2: then we're going to come <laughs> back over to the lair action, um, back into the main room. Uh, you guys see, once again, Galad holds his hands up and more heads um, come out of those spheres that are surrounding the room. Um, this one is a frightened thing. So I hey. think Beverly literally Ooh. can't be frightened. But uh,
3: also we get, what do we get to it?
2: Uh, with my aura of courage, it's a new paladin thing. Uh, everyone within 10 feet of me cannot be frightened. Woo!
3: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: I shake my tits at him. Hell
1: reaction. yeah. That's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I put up a giant sphere of light. <laughs> a
4: little yes. hamster ball of light. Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> I definitely do like shake the tits, shake the ass, shake the you know, like kind of tossing no, him that way. It's not a sphere. Pop it around.
2: It's like a, a go-go dancer cage. <laughs> Um, Moochine, that is your turn.
3: All right, you know what, Glad? I've been trying all this fancy stuff, but I think that the reason none of it has been working is that someone wants a little reunion with you. And I cast Guardian of Nature with myself and then reveal Rosaline. Start making I don't do even care great. about her. I
1: have I have soul swallower.
3: Oh, good thing that you don't, because honestly, she responds to my grip like a little too much. Well no. at this point. I lick the sword.
1: <laughs> uh, don't do that. You don't know what I've done with that sword.
3: <laughs> and then I attack. Um, does a 25 hit him? Just kidding. I know your AC, it does. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you guys are fucking, I tin can't, can. you guys are fucking, just bevin Moonshine are kicking Glad's ass. It's crazy.
3: Him for 20.
2: Jesus. Sporzer for
3: 18. Pawpaw, get in there. Clean up. does a 10 hit? No. <laughs> oh.
2: this is. Uh, and in fact, as a legendary action, Glad is going to spitefully attack Pawpaw. Ah! <sighs> oh. Uh, and hits. That's a 21 to hit, Pawpaw.
3: Well, he, I mean, he's gone. He you just... That's like the equivalent of kicking a dog for no reason. You guys see Glad kicks
2: Pawpaw as you hard know, as he can. You see Pawpaw flies oh, across the room. Oh, my baby! Crashes into the wall, um, reverts out of his fungal form, and then just lays on the ground, knocked out, barely breathing. <sighs> <sighs>
3: Oh, you don't even know the dirty things I'm going to do to oh, your sword. Yeah. soul soul oh, sucker, yeah. whatever the fuck it's soul called is fucking next.
1: Yeah. I killed your stupid little rat. It's all sucking and swallowing with you, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. What? No, <laughs> shut up, everyone. You are
3: you are. <laughs> You are a freak, but you are pretending not to be, which makes you the most boring kind of person. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Shut
2: up. (laughs) Celebrate your light. You're hiding it, and it's gone out. Uh, That is Galad's turn. Galad is going to take a couple attacks on uh, our friend Balnor here. Uh, Hits on the first attack. Lay
3: off our freaking pop. Yeah, lay off Balnor.
2: 26 damage on the first attack. (sighs) Hits on the second attack. 27 damage on the second attack. Um, you see Balnor staggers, super hurt. Hits on the last attack. Uh, you guys see Galad slashes Balnor across the chest, blood spurts everywhere, um, and he kicks Balnor down and Balnor goes down. Balnor! At the end of Galad's turn, um, you guys see in the windows these projections. Um, you see that... The monsters have begun sacking Hill home. Um, but it doesn't look like anyone is there. Uh, they've destroyed a bunch of homes and set fire to farms.
3: Okay, why doesn't it look like anyone is there? Because it is a movie set. The sacking of Hill home did not happen. I don't
2: have the budget for this. You look you straight up look at um, you look at the Glade Home one and you notice that nothing's happening there. And Glad's like, wait, what's going on in Gladeholm? Gotcha. Why isn't anything happening?
3: Okay, you're just going for some authenticity, right? This is something, why would I do this? Why would I make this? And one of them is free. You're trying to deepfake us.
2: <laughs> um, um, you guys see uh, that uh, the monsters in Hillhome have destroyed a bunch of homes and set fire to farms, uh, but you don't see any halflings that have been killed. Um, you just see monsters like overrunning the town. Finally, you see an airship land on a field across from the army of monsters. Uh, And then you see aboard the ship is the tiniest little army uh, that they could muster from this town of non-combatants. You see cannons emerge from below deck and above deck uh, is a line of nervous halfling archers. Leading them is Egwene. Uh, uh, with her green knight helm. Uh, you see snake fangs covering uh, the top part of her face and the bottom part of her face. Uh, you see she walks around and angrily adjusts um, a bunch of the archers. Um, you see she holds up her hand uh, as if to signal for them to hold. Uh, and then you see Erlin. Uh, in a little suit, a full plate mail, his red hair sticking out um, from under a helm that covers uh, his whole face. Um, and you see piloting the airship is red. Uh, and you see Gunther um, holding a spear waiting on the edge of the airship. Uh, you see as the monsters get closer, the cannons on the ship fire and take out the um, a bunch of the monsters in the front line, but you see that it looks like there's just an endless charge of them that is coming towards the airship. Uh, You see Egwene lowers her hand, and um, you see the nervous halflings shoot up into the air, and there's a volley of arrows. But then you see from behind them, a volley of hundreds of arrows. Ooh, shit. (laughs) And you see cresting over the hill behind the airship, a line of high elven archers uh, shooting on the monsters. Uh, Then you see lines of crick elves uh, with crude weapons charge in from behind them. Uh, And then above them, you see dozens of birds fly onto the battlefield um, and turn into uh, humanoid versions, into elves, Uh, the Old Folk Circle and Meemaw. Um, They're joined by a team of high elf wizards. Um, You see Meemaw stands back to back with a high elf wizard with long blonde hair, bright green eyes, and a red robe. Uh, As soon as they realize what they're doing, um, they shoot each other an awkward look and back up Um, um, and charge into battle against this big line of monsters. That is Beverly's turn.
3: So if I run to that portal, I can just jump through it to hell home.
2: Um, it looks like a project. If you run to the portal downstairs, you could maybe do that. Yeah. Let's keep that portal open. Uh, I turn to Galad and I say, this is a really great movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Kudos. It's, pretty, it's pretty compelling, right? It's unfortunate. That it's like my favorite yeah. movie, Star Wars Episode One.
3: Great <laughs> casting.
2: It's unfortunate that the director will meet an early demise. George Lucas.
1: <laughs> 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 Not that director.
2: Um, all right, so I am going to attack um, again. Um, I can't cast my bonus action first, can I? You can, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, so I'm going to cast my bonus action first, uh, and I'm going to do Hunter's Mark. Okay. Which lets me mystically mark a quarry, um, and I get to add a D6 of damage to it. Nice. Cool. All right, 27 to hit. That hits. Yeah, thought so. All right, so that's going to be... Uh, I'll do a first level smite this time. Uh, 31 Jesus. on the first hit. Um, he's looking... Very hurt. Okay. All right, everybody calm down. (laughs) It truly feels like a shame
1: to strike down such a beautiful cinematographer. Uh Again, I love George Lucas. It's time to separate the art from the artist. Uh (laughs) Um, Right, I have a lot of opinions about that. uh I write them on message boards.
2: (laughs) I'm not surprised. Uh, I'm going to use true strike to guarantee that I hit. S- oh, try Jesus. and guarantee that I hit. Okay. 27. Yeah, that'll do it. Yep, I'm gonna divine spite again. That's 30 more damage. Jesus. Um he's on death's door. That is Balnor's turn. Balnor is going to go ahead and roll a death saving throw.
3: Does Pawpaw roll dead saving throws?
2: No. Papa just reverts to his normal oh, form. Lord, we can't do that. He's the only one who has complete plot armor. Yeah. <laughs> Although kicking him is um cruel. Cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will kick him from time to time, but I won't kill him. Please add plus four to that saving throw? Yeah. Balnor fails because he rolled a nat five. Um, so that's one failure for Balnor. And then we cut over to a hard one. Hard one, it is your turn. You see. On God, you rolled a nat twenty in your fucking persuasion check. (laughs) Uh, You see, um, she looks at you for a second, and she goes, "My son, you look, you look so familiar, but and yet it's like I'm seeing you for the first time." Uh, You see, she starts to reach out to you, and then you see the chains wrap around her and shock her, and she lets out this horrible yell. Let's get you out of these chains, Mama. Uh, you see the two of you um go ahead and make a strength check with advantage <laughs> 25 Jesus And she got a she got a 21 Um, you working together with the widow, um, you reach in um, you feel like necrotic energy pushing against your hand Um, you just let it go fucking numb and clench it um, pull the chains apart as she's pushing Um, they break away and you feel the spell break chains fly off of her um, and she (laughs) falls down uh, to the ground I
4: run over and kneel next to her
2: um, she grabs you, um, she gives you a hug, she kisses you on both cheeks. Mother.
4: My son. I... Well, shit. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be meeting you in a sword.
1: It's ironic that Glad Roselle brought us together in
2: some weird way. It's all my fault, Mom. It's not your fault. None no, of this it's all not, my fault. I don't, um, you see, um, she grabs you and she holds your face facing hers and she goes... I don't know what I've been these past few years. I don't know what I've been these past few decades, but I want you to know that when I was your mother, that you were wanted. And when I was, when I was a little girl, I was raised with the chosen. I was in a cult. I was excited to experience a happy childhood through you. I was, I, I love you, Elias.
4: Uh, I love you. I love you too, mom.
2: Uh, she gives you a hug and she goes, I just, I wanted, I, I wanted to experience uh, teaching you how to sword fight, how to, how to ride horses, how to, God, we, we could have had so much time.
4: It's all right, ma. I, I never learned how to sword fight, but I can swing, I can swing a hammer, I can swing an axe.
2: Uh, she shakes her head and she goes, God, you're just like your father.
4: Uh, I've also been eating horses instead of riding them, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see
2: she looks at your translucent skin, she goes, "What? Wh- you're you're cursed. You're dead. You're yeah. like me.
4: Tell you what, you you saved me. Whatever you were for all those years afterwards, you were a good mom. You saved me. I got myself killed. This isn't your fault."
2: Uh, you see she looks off into the distance and she goes, "We've all made mistakes Elias I I don't know how much of that you saw um, these memories you were playing from the beginning to the end and then it started a little bit <gasps> right. in the beginning and so you saw so yeah. you uh-huh. saw it like one and Full a half
4: thing, times yeah. one and a quarter times um, right I'd on, give it a 0% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes if I'm being honest <laughs> no your
2: your father um, you know he was a he was a complicated man I think in his dream world we're all one happy family in in Cord's Great Hall, but you know, there's more to there's more to life than you know, drinking and fighting. Is there?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, she nods and she goes, I. I wish I really wish we could have spent more time together. Ah, you got a lot of, you got a lot
4: to teach me, still, Mom. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: and she looks out, so you guys are in um like a strange version of Lower Galateron. um and you look out onto the sea, and um she's looking around and you guys are standing there in the rain, and she goes, "The strangest thing about all of this about you being here." is that it only started raining when you got here. I remember this day, and I remember being so angry because it was such a beautiful day and such an awful thing happened. Uh, and you see a crack of lightning <sighs> in the distance.
4: I think we're not alone.
2: Uh, Hardman, go ahead and make a perception check with advantage. Oh, well. Yeah. An 11. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Real middle of the road. <laughs> and 11. Um, hard one. You see, um, as there is like the crack of lightning, you could have sworn you saw in the deep distance Moonshine and Beverly fighting Golad just for like a flash.
4: What's way out there, Mom?
2: I don't know. Should we find out? If you got a way to get there, let's go. Um, You see your mother grabs you um, and she jumps and begins flying towards where the lightning bolt was. Uh, My mom can fly. Fuck yeah. (laughs) That is back up to Moonshine's turn. Moonshine, you see in Glad's sword, you see um, Hard One's face and the widow uh, like, reaching out, like, getting close to, like, getting out of the sword. That is your turn.
3: Glad's looking fucked up, though, right?
2: He's super fucked up, yeah. All right.
3: First, I'm going to healing word Balnor.
2: Sweet. Balnor pops back up. Nice.
3: Uh, and then I am going to spores him for 18.
2: Okay. He is so fucking
1: close to death. Wait. wait, wait. Every, All okay. right.
3: But I'm... I, well, okay. Actually, I want to hear what you have to say. Maybe okay. I am here
1: to bargain. All right, everyone. Uh, okay, what if you were the Dark Lord of Shadowfell?
3: Why would and I, I just want that? leave? I am. We- I'm wearing the previous Dark okay. Lord of Shadowfell yeah. as a belly chain. Yeah, it's right a pretty
4: shit freaking
1: job. You could just end up in a belly chain. Yeah. <laughs> I'll suck your dick. My dick. Your dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'll suck your belly chain. <laughs> that would be pretty funny.
3: Actually, yeah. Could you suck my dick in a I put Rosaline between my <laughs> legs. <laughs> I got two ones because oh. I roll with advantage because of uh, my guardian of nature, but because of Elven Accuracy. Nice. Come okay. on. I got a 15.
2: Fifteen. Fuck oh, me with does not all those hit. fucking
3: rolls. I did not fucking do it. Um,
2: at the end of your turn, um, Galad is just gonna swing wildly at you. Don't Herbie. make me suck,
1: Rosaline.
2: He rolls a nat one. You see, he does p- that mean he he's, nicks he's his tongue he's, on Rosaline? He's piss, he's <laughs> pissing himself a little bit. Um, that is Galad's turn. Okay, he's gonna try to use this skill called Shadow Step, but to do that, he needs to get to one of the corners. So he starts running. Um, Bev and Moonshine, um, you guys get uh, you guys get opportunity attacks on him. Let's whack this doofus. Uh,
3: 25.
2: Moonshine, as as Glad, tries <laughs> to run back to escape. You Rosaline s-
3: is still like a dick between my legs. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> Ride it like a horse towards yeah. him. <laughs> Moonshine... Finish him.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to reach my hand towards the widow's hand.
2: Moonshine, you reach your hand out. Um, there's like this mini spectral version of the widow's hand. Um, you grab it, it turns into a real solid hand, and you <gasps> fucking yank the yes. widow and hard one out of the sword. Um and glad is just staggering on the floor It falls down. Oh, wait, no,
4: I'll suck everyone's dick here. <laughs> Don't listen to him. He doesn't hold up his end of the bargain. <laughs> wait,
3: <everyone>? Um Harwan. <laughs> Uh, Mama, hard one. I, I don't know. I got leftovers. You think you can finish it off?
4: <laughs> hell yeah, Moonshine. <laughs> I put my head, my forehead against Moonshine's. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I twirl my axe, walking towards Galad, and then I want to flip it back towards my mom. Oh, hell
2: yeah. I should
4: have done this a long time ago, Mama.
2: Uh, you see, she catches the axe. Um, she starts walking over towards Glad, and Glad goes, No,
1: no, hang on, all right? I'm the Dark Lord of Shadowfell. I can do whatever you want. I can free you from your Godchild to let you go. Just please don't kill me. Uh, you see,
2: uh, the widow has Hard One's axe, uh, goes up to him, uh, and goes, You're wrong. I'm the Dark Lord of Shadowfell. And
1: she. <gasps> Shops
4: glass. Aww. Wow. My stomach sinks, but I start slow clapping.
2: <laughs> I bend a knee. You see,
3: I absolutely bend a knee.
2: Head rolls on the ground. Uh, you see the widow grabs um, Soul Swallower off the ground. What a stupid name. We're yeah, going to rename I would this. Rename
3: yeah.
2: I can get a list to you. Um, You see, uh, (laughs) she- You have
3: like a baby names book, but for sword (laughs) names.
2: (laughs) Any good adventurer does. Uh, You see, she raises the sword over her head and begins projecting to all the monsters of Shadowfell. Um, Hard one, uh, you are once again transported um, to the black void that you saw in your vision. Just blackness. Well, see you later. And this giant red portal, this arcane gate Um, with hordes of monsters on both sides of it. Um, And you see the widow looms over uh, and she goes, glad Roselle is no more. Your work here is complete. All those who wish to be at rest, drop your weapons and I will grant you peace. Um, You see, uh, you guys can see like Moonshine and Beverly outside watching the projections across the wall. Um, You see in these battles Monsters begin dropping their weapons and then disappearing. Um, You see the various (sighs) armies of like elves and dwarves and halflings look super confused, but then start cheering, (laughs) Uh, just super excited. (laughs) Uh Now that's an ending. Uh, And then snap. Hard one. You appear uh, back in this great hall uh, with the widow and all of your friends. You see, Erdan has just finished his fight against the two Shadow Guard. They were tough foes. And he goes, Oh, how, how did everyone else's fight go? Good? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, better than expected? And you see um, in the corner, um, Papa's like teetering. He oh, was like conked uh, out and he turns over. I pour
3: all my cure wounds into my little
2: man. <laughs> you run over and later. you. Papa is like really Pawpaw, playing. Papa is. Well,
3: first off, Papa crit, but now he. Now Papa got to get. Papa's
2: playing it up like a little kid that like falls. And you could tell that they're not actually hurt, but they're
3: <laughs> crying to get attention. It's fine. I'm feeding him all the popsicles <laughs> he, he wants.
2: <laughs>
4: Papa's just. <laughs> on Fighting well, so want. many popsicles. Mom, I'd like you to meet my friends.
3: Ah, Mrs. Hardwan. <laughs>
2: Hi. We kind of met once before, but it's nice to meet under much better pretenses. Um, You see... And
3: congratulations on your coronation. You wear it well. Uh, yeah.
2: She laughs and she goes, I've been taking a lot of orders from gods and I'd like to be one for once.
3: Well... You stepped into it quite naturally.
2: <laughs> uh, she brings you guys all in for a big group hug, and Hi. that's where we'll end our session.
3: Oh, oh. 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 my mom's a
2: dark lord!
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> Yay! I all think that right. as though she she took that like without hesitation. Yeah. She yeah. wanted it. I was as Moonshine was thinking, huh? Is there a world where I could become the Dark Lord and I could bring some hospitality to Shadowfell? I would say so I do not become the Dark it, Lord too. I don't see it as necessarily a bad thing.
4: I, I agree. I feel like it's, I'll talk about it on the short rest, but yeah. it feels <laughs> almost like getting over a parent's divorce. Yeah, you're like, right on. Oh, this actually yeah. is better for her. I guess yeah. we cool. just don't know what her platform is, but like I <laughs>
3: you know, we'll get into it.
4: Right. She's definitely got it. It's a runoff against Pendergreens for <laughs> sure. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, gosh, have we not considered me?
3: I know we're going to talk about it on the short rest, but I I really like how complicated your parents' relationship was. Yeah. Me too. That was crazy shit.
4: I really, it's funny to play it too. Cause like I'm, I just like a kid thought through like I, an ideal filter. Yeah. Really Some nice spice. stuff. Sorry. Interesting stuff. Yeah.
2: Viking style. Yeah. To die in battle. Yeah. yeah. Give
4: me a good death. Yeah. Like pulling my
2: heart <laughs> from my anus. <laughs> Blood eagle me. Oh, yeah. Um, cool, guys. Um, you can listen to us talk about this episode over on The Short Rest. Going over to uh, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's we, N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet.
0: You oh. um, sang
2: it before the P-O-D. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> i love P-O-D, man. Yeah. <laughs> everyone chill out with love and P-O-D. Guys, we are, um, <laughs> no more. No more P-O-D. <laughs> we are. Well, no, everyone. <laughs> just said P-O-D up. again. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, guys, we have a bunch of live shows coming up. September yeah. 10th, we are in Atlanta.
3: Batland. Does shout out Hardwell!
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> September 11th, we are in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Mm. Shout out Bev. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: September 12th, we are in New York, to crew New York. Oh yeah, very good. New York, New York, New
3: York City, New York City.
2: <laughs> um, September 13th, we're in Boston. Boston, th- you got to remember to do it. Yeah, uh-huh. unrelated to the pod. And September fourteenth, um, we are in Crittsburg. Pittsburgh, aka Pittsburgh. Yeah um guys you can get your tickets now over at nadpod.com slash live uh we got some other things to plug guys check out our uh, uh sketch show me and emily sketch show it's called hot date it's available Ooh, on netflix yeah. you could also get our book it's called hey you up how to turn your booty call into emergency contact Ooh, it's available on amazon yeah. and on audible Caldwell, what do you got this week oh please go check out cartoon hell it is a two-season series that i did with my friend nathan yaffe and some other draw illustrators it's a lot of fun uh, there's a lot of episodes with a lot of great guests. Sign up dot dropout TV slash Drawfee. Uh, Jake, what do you got? Uh, you know what I'll plug HeadGum Headgum HeadGum.com
4: check out all of our podcasts none of them are as good as this one but some of them come close (laughs)
3: Oh yeah,
2: (laughs) that's an
4: awful thing for the founder to say that was a
3: really that made me feel really good about myself though (laughs) I'm sorry thank you (laughs) thanks
2: for pumping us up Jake Uh, guys follow us on Twitter at CHMerv is me at Caldy's Caldwell at eXpert is Emily and at Jake Hurwitz is Jake and tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD that's N-A-D-D-P-O-D I'm kind of sung out I sang a lot yeah I did a a little bit we are we are We are, the youth Youth of the nation, nation. we we are, are, we are, are the youth of the nation. nation, I'm tired now. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Y'all
3: so good to uh
2: starting with Brad D, the only pebble pot that isn't Craven, talked to Denny out of a panic attack during a particularly scary part of Moana, the soundtrack. Denny still won't watch the movie.
3: jloma Loma 72 a.k.a. Steelbreaker, hard ones gym Felt glad summoned to all monsters, but only because there's such a monster in the
2: gym! Dylan B, a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times. You better believe people respect Dylan's personal space.
3: Danny P., Bohumia's resident artist, painted Hardwon's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage, painted the iron deep flag upside down in the background, however, as a subtle political statement about corruption amongst the Bronze Beards.
2: Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohumia alike, makes it Shadowfell saison from Shadowfell Barley and Nightmares.
3: Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all Bahumia. The shortest temper though. Keep it cool, Beardman Dan.
2: Scott D also trapped in the sword and constantly reliving the story of Hard One's parents, but has never met either of them, so thinks it's just a repetitive movie.
3: Hermes Dabia the Bat King keeps killing all their sons because of a prophecy that they would be de-winged by a bat prince.
2: Spartus helped make the portal to Shadowfell but only because they were told it was part of a new low-cost public transportation initiative.
3: Adam R the R-rated assassin taught Moonshine how to rip a still-beating heart out through someone's ass.
2: Danielle the Dastardly Dame hopped through the portal from Shadowfell but only to Wet Willie Erdan then hop right back.
3: Hugh a.k.a. Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias in Red. If Hardwon had looked closer, he would have noticed Haldor Frostback in the background of his parents' flashback, picking his nose.
2: Daniel Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician, gives Sephora employees a heart attack whenever they enter.
3: Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, currently working on a Funeral Dirge remix of Strike True, because... Galad's dead, baby!
2: Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Born of the Sword, and Fan of Bjork. Jeff actually owns a swan dress identical to the one worn by the Icelandic Songstress.
3: Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned crick architect, recently built some amazing waterfront properties in a mangrove forest.
2: John S., a.k.a. Shupert the Mushroom, single-handedly saved Cragwater from Galad's invasion.
3: Ryan M. Hardwans Ram, who, while being devoured by hardwon became a Rampire. Always trying to drink the blood of other rams So now is super unpopular amongst the rams What a cruel fate
2: Elena C, Lydia's bestie in Shadowfell Has been instrumental in helping Lydia to forget Elias Do you, girlfriend?
3: Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn Currently running a drink special for anyone who comes in with Glad's head keychain
2: Andrew M, an obstetrician to all the pregnant stray cats in Bohemia So pretty much the most heroic hero in a land of heroes
3: Victor T. Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world via... Portal, wait a second. Who is Balnor really working with? Justin
2: I, the Uber Eats delivery man that Pendagast abducted to play Mario Kart with him so he doesn't get so lonely.
3: Jacob C, a Frostwind Necromancer who absolutely fapped to moonshine eating bugs when they got home later that day.
2: Elena M, an evil necromancer who bullied Erdan in school for being a good necromancer.
3: McBucks, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website, also invented the Lord of Shadowfell's sword that swallows and tortures souls. But Again, meant for it to be more of a bug extermination thing. Earl and Kathleen
2: L., a couple who, like Lydia and Elias, are reliving one moment over and over inside Galad's sword, but luckily for them, the memory that's replaying is this delicious seaside meal they had in Italy.
3: Jibe G, a wooden puppet that came to life Pinocchio style. Their alignment is good, but they're so creepy that everyone just assumes they're evil.
2: Jostrich, the jock ostrich. Most ostrich, ostriches can't fly, but Jostrich is so buff they muscle their way into the air.
3: Daniel R., Ram Daniel's evil twin. Thinking of teaming up with Ryan now that Ryan has become a Rampire.
2: Jennifer V, has a V even more vicious than Cobbs? Their secret? Squats, actually. Look out, Bev. You're working on more than just your butt. <laughs>
3: Destin C., the blacksmith who crafted Galad's sword, and ironically the first soul to get trapped inside it. To be fair, Destin charged way above market rate.
2: Devin B., the bodega lord, if you're ever on your way to a party and forget to buy beer, make a wish to Devin, and their store shall appear.
3: Sergio Salazar Solomon Sacarias de Sequani, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Just between you and me, Sergio's tongue isn't the only thing that's forked. That's right... I'm talking about their tail. They split it so they could put twice as many cool rings on it.
2: Michael L., Red's more successful sibling, Michael owns an entire fleet of airships, but don't worry, they hate their life just as much as Red.
3: Sam H, Alanis' dealer, currently crashing at Alanis' place while she's away and somehow managed to find a way to get her robots high.
2: Trele, the crayfe, who loves to bray. That's right, Trele polymorphed into a donkey and is hee-hawing up a storm.
3: Aaron G, master of the banishment spell. If you can't find your card keys, chances are Aaron banished them. Or they're on the dresser. Odds are about 50-50.
2: Jory S, a jacked wizard. Jory may not know power word kill, but their power clean is killer, so it evens out.
3: Alucard, a reverse Dracula. Alucard has a perfect tan and can never get sunburnt. The moon fucks them right up, though.
2: Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section. They were still learning the alphabet at the time, so they just called it a me-section.
3: Adam H., the most rebellious bullywug in the swamp. Adam once drank an entire bottle of Coke and only flosses four times a day.
2: Ryan, hard ones ram. Upon Ryan's death, their wool was donated to the shells of Grimhawk, who used it to make some incredibly unappetizing (laughs) mashed potatoes.
3: Big Buck, pregnant elk moonshines elk and baby. Currently on a quest with a group of horned animal adventurers. Known as the Band of Caraboobs.
2: Richard F., after falling off Mount Galateron, they were reincarnated as a deep gnome. Upon realizing this, they willingly threw themselves into the Cragwater Abyss.
3: Richard X. Machina introduced the Crick to toilet paper, or as the Crick folk call it, ass napkins.
2: Troy McSee, an anti paladin uh, charged by Ilseid himself with the most important task in all of the nine hells, pretend to laugh at Akarot's jokes
3: cannibalistic Cthulhu. Fortunately for our heroes, Cthulhu is allergic to humanoids. They tried them once and barfed ink out of their face tentacles all night.
2: Sam L, a halfling who opened Hillholm's first leaf dispensary. They also sell CBD oil, weed, lambus bread, and arcane gummies.
3: Dom R, a soda genasi. Dom recently started dating a whiskey genasi and has basically blacked out for a month straight.
2: Josh S, the revived cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt. Josh eats the same meal every day, steamed broccoli, and a lean chicken breast that's been absolutely trenched in WD-40.
3: But Big Dmitry, owner of Dwarger's Big Bogger, Dmitri just brought back the Big Rib, which is a single raw dragon rib that costs 4,000 gold.
2: Caleb Storm, cupbearer in Cord's Great Hall, also bearer of Cord's airborne tablets for when Cord feels a tickle in their mighty throat.
3: Nicholas C. has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia. Currently on location at the Crick, film the movie adaptation of the hit musical Mom, Mia.
2: Mike H., the plumber of Iron Deep. When Hard One dug deep into the mountain, he actually broke a bunch of Mike's pipes and wrecked all the toilets. Hard One then promised to become Mike's apprentice as punishment, but then fled for Moonstone the very next day.
3: Kevin S., a dragon who got tired of adventurers trying to steal their gold, so they started hoarding adventures instead. Basically a landlord with wings.
2: Matthew E., an Esri scientist who invented a vapable version of Crickwater. It killed 37 people people in one day and was instantly banned.
3: Samuel B. owns a familiar shop in Hill Home. It's like a pet store, but all the animals can comprehend human language.
2: Tilford G., author of the hit children's book and movie elfgargo's Punch, also wrote a cookbook entitled Alanis Gets the Munchies.
3: Guardian of Light, Zach H. Bahumia's only key blade wielder. Zach never loses their blade because it's attached to a bright pink lanyard that is seven feet tall.
2: Curtis S., a lazy dwarven daddy that always stays inside the hammer. They're currently binging this Sopranos, though, so who can blame them?
3: Colton B., a very confused dwarf who thought that the Grey Barbers was an eyes-wide-shut situation, currently praying no one asks if they know any magic or about the whip they brought.
2: Jens Christian T., a famous Trinivalian blogger who recently featured Jens Lindell as the Geek of the Week in a horrible smear post.
3: Gage M., a mighty dwarger who can defeat any giant rat in battle, then invite their friends over to a barbecue It later.
2: Aaron C., Mama's Pawpaw, Not to be confused with Papa, Mama's young, and Mama's (laughs) Papa is Mama's dad.
3: Montana Monarch, the royal leader of the majestic butterfly folk, natural-born enemies of the nannerflies.
2: Ellen D., the fiercest woman in Bohemia, a 12-foot-tall Amazon. Ellen makes hard one look like Bev, and Bev look like Schubert.
3: TJ M., the gnome barbarian whose brethren were savagely murdered by the band of boobs in Cragwater. Fucker was the heir to TJ's royal house, and TJ promises the last thing Moonshine will ever hear is teehee. RP- no way, no RP-KB. way. RPKB,
2: R2-D2's less helpful cousin, RPKB can't fix an X-Wing, but they can call Pizza Hut for you and order a pan pie.
3: Taylor S., a.k.a. Trast the Traveler, Trast has been all over Moonstone from the Hungry Trout Tavern all the way out to where the bay meets the swamp. Come to think of it, that's actually not very far. Get out more, Trast!
2: Anime Intellect, the highest-ranking member of the Akatsuki, which, besides being a Naruto, is also very much active in Bohemia.
3: Jolo Dolo, Kid Kobold's mentor, about whom he's written many songs.
2: Joshua C., mortal enemy to Joshua B., when the sun sets on this world and the blood moon rises, Joshua C. and Joshua B. will meet on the battlefield to determine the fate of the world.
3: Larissa J., sang the Billboard Top 10 hit, Song of Rest, which peaked at number three and... Gave everyone listening on their radios an extra hit die during their short rest.
2: Dylan CM, the wannabe DM. Dylan was struggling with an encounter, so to up the ante, they jumped over the table and physically attacked their players. That's not allowed, Dylan.
3: Kelvin Noodles, the pasta elemental. The only elemental that will sprinkle Parmesan cheese on you while screaming, let me know when to stop.
2: Be money Balnor's hip-hop alter ego, Balnor's remix of Mad World Bag World is a bop, so be on the lookout.
3: Andrew A., the tiniest little dwarf at the Dwarfenage, would be cute if they weren't constantly in fear of being eaten by one of the many rats.
2: Jay, legends speak of Jay's coming. When the god's rain comes and drowns the land, the ocean will rise and consume the earth. Then there will be only Jay
3: heartless master despite their name heartless master is not cruel they're simply a master at being heartless their heart fell out and they're doing great
2: cc lulu owner of a popular clothing chain in the nine hells called lulu demons
3: Paul B., Akarat's assistant. Paul is to prep the hollow bodies every morning by ironing their clothes, moisturizing them, and, of course, maintaining the ritual that damns their souls to hellfire.
2: Barntonator, the strongest barn in all of Bahumia. What does that mean? Hell if I know.
3: Shane M, a wrestler down at the Crick who went pro and is off to Iron Deep for their big debut at Dwarger Slam, the pride of the Crick.
2: Yasmin, a bone dog that is the arch enemy of Erdan's cat Bubbles. Bubbles always gets away though because Yasmin is frequently chewing themselves.
3: Trigger Happy, despite their name, Trigger Happy practicing safe gunslinging and even hosts a safety course down at the Crick that no one has ever attended.
2: Eric G, taught Renee everything he knows, a high L dandy of the highest taste
3: jackalope oddity lead singer of barf rat favorite new metal band
2: zach c master of the counterspell annoyance of everyone across Bohemia, the Feywild, wild shadowfell and honestly the real world
3: aiden r the firstborn child of the high elf king of Gladehome. unfortunately elves live to be like 1200 so aiden has to wait a while
2: Jeremy R., the bartending assassin for the SS Stormborn. Jeremy has killed many enemies by luring them with a poison drink and also killed many friends by accidentally serving them a poison drink.
3: Ellie K., the Werther's wizard, can summon Werther's originals at will.
2: Luke H. rides a motorcycle around Iron Deep, which is essentially a big cave, so everyone gets super sick from the fumes, but man, is it sick.
3: Ritterin, Kaka's new master. Kaka cries nightly for his old master. Ritterin has taken to wearing a prosthetic beard just so the poor bird will accept food from them.
2: I'm Hopeless, a down-on-their-luck adventurer who joined the Chosen only to gorge themselves on expired milk. When I'm Hopeless started puking, the Chosen banished them for not being able to digest the mother's milk.
3: Timmy R. After teabagging Pendergast in college, the future Dark Lord sharpied Timmy in their sleep. Timmy walked around campus with a Pendergast owns brand on their forehead for a semester.
2: Alex M., a lawn gnome who fights with a pinwheel and has a pink flamingo as a mount, they also take long rests in a lounge chair by a kiddie pool.
3: Cassandra MHP, AKA Cassandra Max HP. Cassandra's HP is so high, they don't even think twice about adding a second patty on their burgers. High cholesterol ain't no thing when you're never gonna die.
2: Cody John H. also lives in a sword, but unlike Hard One's mom, is really taken to it. Cody put a throw rug down, bought some votives. It's real nice in there.
3: Aaron R.S., Jens Lindell's landlord, on their way to deliver an eviction notice because Jens is absolutely violating his lease by allowing five people to live in there.
2: Lucas B., a drunken monk who is especially lethal because they are too buzzed to play darts. Do not walk within ten feet of Lucas. They will pierce you with a dart.
3: Reuben A, a Reuben sandwich. Reuben may look like an ordinary Reuben, but if you even sniff Reuben's spicy mustard, you're gonna have to make a constitution saving throw because that shit is dank.
2: Jordan L, a tuba player who performed at Gemma and JV's wedding. Their first dance was a very uncouth grind makeout session that went on for what felt like 11 songs.
3: Laura S., a boot who was Handy Andy's first love. For a time, they were the it couple of Bohemia. Seem gallivanting around town, hand in hand, or rather, hand in boot.
2: Jay Parker, the first player to hit a so-so sick trick playing the giant shredder game at Smuggler's Bounty, immediately celebrated by setting the record for chugging the most scorpion punch bowls. That record still stands today. One and
3: a half. Austin C, the Jester Mage. After watching the security crystals to the maze he helped design, he saw his brother and a group of his friends stumble into the maze, watching them activate every trap, obliterating his minotaur and hearing, hey guys, there's spikes in the water, and waking up his hydra. He now has to figure out a way to stop them from destroying all his playthings, yet there's so little knowledge, this is only the beginning of their adventure, the tricks have just begun for these kids.
2: Austin M R AKA the butcher known as Bone Saw. Austin will carve up their foes and also slice their friends some cold cuts, but be sure to thank Austin. If your manners are bad, Austin will kill you with a bone saw.
3: Just a pissed off Triss, aka touch it. The original Triss is the only Triss who felt like the bear princess music was more than derivative. He literally plays Steve Aoki, guys.
2: Kaylee Elise, the honey queen with a heart of gold. Kaylee invented the saying, get the honey, and has since gotten rich off of licensing it to honey goblins.
3: Get the money, Kaylee. Dave J. Bellin the Bard, a traveling bard that witnessed the Moonstone massacre and decided to follow in the wake of the band of boobs chronicling their exploits and interviewing the few witnesses left behind. Currently sincerely irritating Hardwon with their catchy little Captain Casper's friendly ghost ship ditty.
2: Kevin, a traveling dogomancer giving out doggies, almost gave one to Erdan till they spied Erdan's skeletal cat and thought better of it.
3: Devin W., a half-orc who fights with a spork, and guessed what their shield is? That's right, just a regular shield.
2: Chris H., also running to become the Dark Lord of Shadowfell, has no chance of winning, but is hoping to make a name for themselves by gathering some of the protest vote.
3: Chenowa B, front person for the heavy metal band Power Word Kill, recently had a truly savage show where the entire audience died during the encore.
2: Nick S, aka Old Crick Nick, the strangest guy at the Crick. They use coins instead of leaves and truly has not been able to buy groceries in their entire life. Coins just aren't accepted here, bud.
3: Sam H., a barbarian barista who gets thrown into a rage anytime they see someone drinking Dunkin' Donuts. Sorry, Sam, but some people run on Dunkin'.
2: Quinn G., a smoothie genasi. Quinn is purple and delicious, and their greatest fear is an enemy with a long, curly straw.
3: Jared E., an artisanal jam maker who proudly bottles the slipperiest jam in Trinnyville. Nyack is gripped by fear whenever he smells Jared's wares.
2: Doobie Ashtray, a straight-edged... Tabaxi, who named themselves after the one thing they would never try. Get that roach away from me.
3: Kia! Brian, the reverse deer fawn with the body and head of a deer and legs of a man. Brian recently got a pedicure, so now their legs stand out as extra undeer like
2: Dak Alpha, the drunk monk, an enlightened drunken master water genasi. As drunk as Dak gets, they are never hung over since they're constantly keeping themselves hydrated. Way to party responsibly, Dak.
3: Her Majesty Claudette, the crick doesn't recognize royalty, but when Claudette visited, they were given the largest stump in the crick, and unlimited hours in the timeout sack. Claudette declined.
2: Carborough Chapel Hill FPV, a furbolg who fights using a gnomish drill car instead of a sword. Coolest part, the drill car has a gnome in the driver's seat operating the drill.
3: Tee Persephone, a Shadowfell monster who decided not to go through the portal into Bohemia and instead just started looting around Shadowfell. Look out, Persephone! There's a new sheriff in town.
2: Ma Sevenrim Ka Sevenhun, a ranger so mysterious it's amazing we were even able to learn they were a ranger. We can say nothing else about Ma Sevenrim Ka Sevenhun, nothing else is known. And that's it for this week, folks. Thank you so much to our Council of Elders.
3: Melora thanks you, and so does Pelor.
2: Ooh, All of our Patreon subscribers and all of our listeners will be back next week with another episode. You can go on over to patreon.com slash nadpod to listen to our short rest, our after show. We'll catch you guys next time.
3: Goodbye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast.